Hello, hello. Welcome to H-Town Podcast, episode three today, baby. Got a, today's, today's episode's gonna be a solo episode. Just me today. I'm gonna be riding that Eagles back alone. You know, no training wheels, you know, solo. Gonna be riding that wildebeest, you know, through the Sahara, or the Serengeti, I think that's what it's called. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, man, welcome to episode three. I'm going to talk about a lot of shit. I'm going to see what's going on. Um, But I want to thank everybody who's uh, listened to the pod so far, man. I really appreciate all the support. People that reached out and told me that they liked it. I love you guys, man. I really appreciate that. Um, And I, you know, I hope I can just keep making ones that people like. So, and hopefully this one's a good one too. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But uh, still trying to figure out, you know, the voice and how to talk and how to make it sound better, not talk too fast, not interrupt, not do certain things like that. Thought I kind of didn't do the last one as good as I wanted to, but thought it was still a good episode anyway. But got some upcoming guests coming on, you know, I think the next couple episodes I'm going to, you know, um, have some friends on and uh, we'll have some good conversations. So that's coming up. And then... Think I'm gonna have my dad on. So if those who know my dad, um, be looking out for that one. That'll be a good one. Old Eric Wallen could be on this pod. But other than that, man, let's. Uh, let, I just want to talk about what's been going on lately. Um, it's been about two weeks since my last podcast, and um, had a couple weekends, you know, to talk about. Anyway, man, but this past weekend, um. Went to Boise, man. Um, I hadn't been in a while. As in a while, I met probably like three weeks, which is kind of a long time. I go a lot. But celebrated a couple birthdays, man. Visited some friends. It was a great time. Great time. You know, it's always packed. And ended up going downtown, like usual. Like to go downtown. Hit all those spots, all those bars, all those clubs, man. Um, and every time I say I'm not going to ride that damn bull. Yeah, Dirty Little Roddy's, and that is the name of the a name of the, the bar, the club. For those that don't know, most people should know. But um, I say I'm not gonna ride the bull. They got a mechanical bull up in there, you know. And I, you know, I say I'm not, and I and I do it every single time. Every single time I ride that damn bull. And uh, you know, and I just was sitting there wondering. I'm like, why is it always a bull? You know, it's a crazy concept to put a fake animal you can ride in a bar. It's insane. If you really think about it. Like, it makes sense, but it's insane. We're just putting fake animals, we're riding them, paying to ride them. People are yelling, you know, ride that boy, you know. I don't know. I was like, where's the horse? Where's the mechanical horse? You know, because I would ride that, you know, mechanical chicken, you know, rooster. You know, maybe that's inappropriate. But, um, you know, what about a badger? I'd ride, a, I'd ride a damn badger in a bar. I'd pay $30. I wouldn't pay more than $30, but I'd pay $30 to ride a badger. Um, I think that'd be great. I don't know who's not, I don't know who needs to fund this shit, but it needs to be done. Anyway, rode the bull. Rode the bull, man. You know, I think the guy recognized me. You know, I think so. I think, you know, I'm was yelling a lot. I lasted about two seconds, you know, which is pretty, 
It's not unusual. But anyway, that's a different story. But um, but yeah, you know, hurt my hand a little bit. Was really trying to, you know, put my thighs around the bowl, you know. It just didn't, you know, kind of messed up my hand a little bit, which was embarrassing. But yeah, you know, I, I don't know why, you know, we only do the bull. I, th I don't know why we don't do that. Imagine if a bull saw a mechanical bull. We're just like, that's what you're doing, huh? You're just doing mechanical shit, huh? That'd be pretty crazy, you know? And I'm like, what about, why is, you know, what about a dolphin? You know, what about them dolphins? What a do mechanical dolphin. I bet we could ride the hell out of that, you know? But it's just hilarious that mechanical, and I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe it's, people are like, you're an idiot. That's just a cool thing to do. It makes sense, but it's just wild that we just have fake animals in a bar anyway, though. But it was a great weekend, though, man. Um, you know, went to the bathroom, one of the bars. There was uh, either puke or shit on the toilet. Didn't know which one it was. Um, didn't like it. You know, uh, you know, went ahead and left. You know, thought about it for about three seconds and just left that, you know. But, um, but yeah, man, it was great. You know, I, I love going up there. Um, you know, I'm still thinking about maybe that's a place I want to live. But what else is going on? Um, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon dropped this past Sunday, man. And if you haven't watched it, grow up. Find a TV, watch it right now. And if you have watched it, good for you man you're very cultured and i appreciate that but anyway i just want to talk about that because i loved it i'm a big game of thrones guy even though i hated the ending thought the ending of the last show was absolute dog shit i've argued with people about this it would have been the best show ever breaking bad still number one but i love the first episode of house of the dragon i know that you know it definitely is better than the first episode of game of thrones but that's you know it's a new show can't really compare them i guess you know they've had some this had hype this had more money but the the the, the build-up the setup is insane man some of these characters are wild and i loved it damon targaryen damon targaryen wow i mean what a villain i mean he's gonna be good i i hate him so much but he is so good i mean it's just an insane character you know cutting people's heads off and doing all sorts of brutal brutal shit in that in that first episode loved it the lizard guy from spider-man plays the hand of the king the hand of the king loved him I'm not sure what his name is let me look it up the boy what's his name patty constadine yes the boy boy patty Nope, that's not him. That's the king. I'm not sure which one. Oh, Rise Efons. Yep, Ryan's Efons. Well, I, I pronounced that wrong. But anyway, great hand of the king. Really enjoyed that. Um, But yeah, that's there was a lot of things that happened in the episode, man. There's a scene where they do a C-section. I didn't really like that. That was a little too real. And I do appreciate how real and brutal and violin and how just realistic game of thrones is because that's i mean it's real you know you're watching a show you don't really you know they're not gonna you know show you the preview they're gonna show you the whole thing which i do like but that was a lot they also did the jousting man and i love the jousting jousting is such an insane thing and i tweeted about this a while ago but it is insane the concept of it horses and you have sticks and then you try to basically like stab each other but like hit each other off kind of 
and you charge and there's a, a divider. It's insane. It's insane. I don't see why we can't bring this back today. I don't see why. I don't see why this can't. This, if we still have fencing, but we don't have jousting, what the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing? You know what I mean? thought it was so lit. Besides Damon Targaryen just cheating, cheating his ass off, deciding I'm going to just put my lance in front of the horse's legs, which, and then everyone cheers, like, that was really good job. I'm like, are we just not cheering for that? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the rules are of jousting. You know, there's, I don't think that's really common knowledge, but I thought that was sick, man. I really love that. And then, but overall, man, a great setup, great first episode, and it got me hooked. I'm hooked like a damn fish. Every episode, I'm tuned in. Seven o'clock, baby. But hopefully it's better than Game of Thrones. I think it will be. I think it will be. I think just because there's not as many families, or maybe there is. Who knows? But I, I, I sense that I think it's going to be better than Game of Thrones. But, um, but anyway, um, I want to talk about some sports. There's been a lot of news surrounding the basketball world, which is one of what I want to get into first. Um, last week, they had the Seattle Pro-Am. Um, a lot of things happened there. But more importantly, I want to talk about Kevin Durant staying with the Brooklyn Nets, man. And I I feel bad for Steve Nash, man. I feel bad for what he's about to endure this season, man, with all the media and the coverage. and Who knows what's going to happen? I personally put my money that it's going to be one of the most insane, hilarious, um, just in, I don't even know what's going to happen. I mean, the chemistry is going to be crazy. Who knows? I mean, I'm, I am I even forget that Ben Simmons is on that team sometimes, which is hilarious, but let's get into it, man. You know, KD came out two months ago, I guess eh, about two months ago and requested a trade, which was insane. Held up a lot of people's contracts, held up about what other players were going to stay or leave. His teams were waiting to see what was going to happen, because who doesn't want Kevin Durant on your team? And then it comes out that every they're, they're, they don't they don't even know they, they they won't even accept real real trade offers, man. People they're they're, they're wanting from the Celtics. They wanted Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Derek White and two picks. Yeah, I'm just gonna destroy my team to get one guy. Are you, are you fucking stupid? God, man, I, I don't, know. I just, some of those things were insane, and I, I don't know what's going on with the trade market, but this off season was crazy. I, I don't understand. I mean, the Rudy Gobert trade alone was one of the worst trades the Timberwolves could ever accept to get, in my opinion, an average big man or very overrated big man. In a league where he does not, he gets exposed. Rudy Gobert gets exposed every time he's on the court. He's a great regular season guy, but in the playoffs, they're like, well, let's put him in, let's put a guy in the corner and make him, you know, play the corner, play the three. He gets cooked every year, every single year, but apparently he's going to play good with Carl Anthony Towns. Are you insane? I don't know. But anyway, back to, back to KD, back to Kevin Durant. Um... He requests the trade and, and goes to the goes to the owner and says you you gotta you gotta either fire the Steve Nash and uh, and the GM I can't remember his name uh, I think it's Joe something I can't remember but and or or I would trade me it's either them or me which is an insane statement for a guy that has won two championships that 
that that in my opinion don't even really count if we're being real honest you know what i mean i mean you got two 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 championships in golden state you go there you win people you know arguably the best player on the court you win mvps you know over steph i guess steph didn't steph didn't play he played really good but for being honest he's the one getting doubled all those series you're you're honestly playing as free as you ever played in those series in the nba finals that's just how i feel about that but and then you go to new york you go to or you go to brooklyn and uh you acquire all these guys it was your decision to bring in deandre jordan which in my opinion was a horrible decision and and, and what do they do they say okay whatever you need and after two years and what's 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 really crazy is if if his shoe size was a little smaller and if that three-pointer against the Bucks would have counted, who knows what would happen? James Harden might still be there. They might have won the ship. Who knows? But this is the reality, man. And I guess Kyrie's still there. And and, and maybe the whole se- maybe their season goes good. I don't know. But just my prediction, I think it's going to be bad, man. I could see them getting swept in the first round again, being some fifth seed. You know, getting a fifth seed because they're maybe playing better because of the way teams are. Who knows? But man the what an awkward situation i saw that him and Kyrie are working out and it's just so weird man but the nba is different today everyone's friends with everyone everyone doesn't really care plus katie's on twitter the whole day talking to people people are telling him facts like this guy today came out and said your ego's out of control and he responds i'm not humble enough and it's like no not really you know just saying wild stuff i don't know Patrick Bev came out and, you know, called him out, and he just basically was, you know, played the victim, blamed KD, and I'm like, I don't know. He's very unlikable, man. I respect him. He's still one of the best, but in my opinion, I just getting harder, getting harder and harder for me to like him, but we'll see what happens in that situation, and hope for the best for Steve Nash, and I hope the best for Kyrie. I hope the best for all of them, but we're going to see what really happens, but what else is going on? We got the Donovan Mitchell still in the trade, the trade block. I heard they got some trades reignited between. I think the Knicks are in it, and the Heat especially with Tyler Hero being one of the main pieces that the Heat are trying to trade. And I personally hope that he gets traded to the Knicks. Man, I really want the Knicks to be good again as a basketball fan. I I would love him to go there. I think the Knicks need to be good. They've been bad for too long. He definitely is going to get out of Utah. The schedule already came out. Jazz got no ESPN games, rightfully so. Um, but I think it's only a matter of time, man. But Danny Ainge's a smart guy. He wants so many picks, and he's probably going to get it. You know, and he's, he's, he's going to want certain role guys from certain teams, and he's going to get it, I bet. Bet the Knicks cave in and finally finally give him R.J. Barrett or Quentin Grimes or any of these other guys. And, you know, I, I think they get it done eventually, um, which I think will be a good trade. Um, but... What else happened last weekend um, in the sports, in the basketball world? The Seattle Pro-Am, Friday night, LeBron announced that he's going to play in the crossover, which is Jamal Crawford's Pro-Am League at Seattle. Played at Seattle Pacific University. Been going on for a long time, man. I was super excited. It reminded me of the back in 2012 when they had the lockout and everyone was playing in those those small gyms, you know, doing crazy highlights, man. Just brought it back a lot of memories for me. As a young guy, and I was super excited, man. And immediately, I just see stuff on Twitter about 
Guys are camping out that night. The game's the next day. He announces that night around 6, about 10 o'clock, they start camping out. People camp out the whole night. They bring a hoop. They're, they're hooping all night, waiting in line. The line's about a mile long. Um, that, if, if you know, I don't think they, I'll get into it, but they didn't let anyone in. But if they would have let all those people in, home, that gym would have smelled like some, some ass. Some straight up booty, you know. But they didn't because they they, they 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 did it so bad. They did it so bad. I felt so bad because LeBron played in the Drew about a month ago, and it went really well. It seemed like people camped out, but everyone that wanted to get in got in, and if you didn't, you just weren't there early enough, which is how it should be. And, uh, you know, of course, it wasn't just LeBron. Jason Tatum's supposed to show up. Chet Holmgren. Paolo's supposed to be there. Uh, Aaron Gordon, and then IT, Isaiah Thomas is also there, which is nuts, man. To see those guys play on the same court in a setting like that for free, I mean, you you should be camping out all night, in my opinion, you know. I, I would. If I was in Seattle, I'd be right there, man. I'd be trying to catch some sweat from them boys, baby. Trying to save it, you know what I mean? But a few hours before they open the gates for, open the doors for all these people to get in, that people just rush the doors. And I'm like, where's security? So people that were 100th in line are now in the back. They don't even know where they're at, you know, getting pushed. There's fights, being pushed against fences, people beating people up trying to get in. Just bad, man. I feel bad for Jamal Crawford. I mean, all he's trying to do is put on this historic event, you know, something that, you know, for that city needs basketball. And then the game starts, you know, and. They wait for a while. Everyone's waiting for LeBron to come out. LeBron comes out, and everyone mobs the court. I'm like, oh, I mean, I would do the same thing. I'd probably get up on the court to get a video or get real close, man. I mean, I mean, they're probably just, you know, he's really in person. They're probably just freaked out because they're seeing LeBron in person for the first time, which I would too, man. I'd be going nuts. I'd be yelling. But they can't even, they had to stop the warm because everyone was storming the court. LeBron had to, like, <laughs> back people off, man. Finally get the warm going and people are trying to slap his hands right after he's dunking and it's just like get off the court, they gotta tape it off and finally they get the game started and one one minute of the game, Chet Holgram Holgram, I think that's how you say his last name. Chet goes down. I'm not big on Chet. I think Chet might be a bust, if we're being honest. I think he might be a bust. Um it's just my opinion. You know, it's pretty obvious why I think that he's very small, very fragile. If he get if he gets bigger, I I would you know I'll change my opinion. I'll 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 I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But right now I don't know. And the first play of the game, you know, he's backpedaling. LeBron's coming at him, gives him a simple you know shoulder push. You know he's trying to euro step to the basket. Plays pretty good D honestly. Lands I think on LeBron's foot. And now they're saying today that he might have ligament damage, which is I feel really bad, man. I hate that because he needs to play. We need. We need everyone healthy. It's the league is so much better when everyone's healthy. So I hope, I don't know, I hope that he, he's okay. But I respect, I respect all these guys who are playing in the in the program like that because that needs to happen, man. For the culture, for the basketball culture, man. I think it, those type of things need to happen. And then because there's too many people in that gym, I don't think that gym was meant for that many people. I don't know. They had to call it at halftime because of condensation on the court, which is insane. It's not insane, but it's just that I've never heard of that. I guess from maybe people breathing so much that the court's wet. 
people are slipping. I mean, they should definitely call it if people are slipping. I mean, this is a meaningless game, but that blew my mind, man. Blew my mind. And I, I just feel bad for Jamal Crawford, man. For everything that he, that could have went wrong, went wrong. But I still respect him for putting that together. And I hope that those type of things keep happening. Because this is the first summer that guys have started to do that again. Really starting to play. Which I love. I love they're doing that. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. As long as basketball, as far as basketball goes. Um, you know, and we're still far, far away from the season. But those are pretty big news. You know, pretty big news. So... But what I else want to talk about is fantasy football. Fantasy football is coming up. I'm very excited about it. I don't know a lot about football. I played football in middle school, stopped in high school. You know, after I got hurt by the bag, trying to tackle the bag in eighth grade, I think I was, I think I knew it was time to hang it up. I think it was time to hang it up. So, but anyway, let's talk about fantasy though. Um, I was in a draft last weekend, picked up some guys that I did not actually pick because I fell asleep during the draft. Rookie mistake, did not like that, did not like that at all. Ended up with Christian McCaffrey, been hurt, you know, the last couple years, it's a roll of the dice. You know, he could end up, you know, being the key to the victory or could be the key to my demise. So we'll see, we'll see about that, but. That's a new draft, new new league I'm in, but I got another league that I've won two years in a row. Drafts not for a little bit, but I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that, you know. Um, my team name, I think, is one of the best ever. Very proud of it. Very, very proud of it. But back-to-back -back champion, uh, Bamboo Garden Bathroom. And that's me. Bamboo Garden Bathroom, baby. And for those that don't know, the Bamboo Garden used to be a buffet in Pocatello, Pocatello, Idaho. And uh, when I was younger, when I was in middle school, after football, you know, games and all that shit, uh, everyone said, we're going to Bamboo Garden. We're going to the buffet, baby. And I got beef with buffets, which I'll get to in a second. But the Bamboo Garden, it was always a little sketch, you know. It was a little sketchy, really cheap. You know, some stuff tasted good, but some was weird. I ate there once, I got really sick. So I was never again. Everyone else kept eating there. And I remember being like, I'm good. And they were like, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know real food. And I'm like, oh, it got real all right. It got real all right a couple years ago. And this is where it gets funny, man, because back in uh, 2020, the owner of that restaurant, um, Yan Fong, the owner, which is now closed, obviously, got arrested for buying illegal meat for buying illegal meat and undercover sales of different animal carcasses illegally I guess and uh, what he was buying and it's well before all this happened in 2013 which was a you know a few years after I stopped going there a public health official found a coyote carcass in the freezer of the bamboo garden and you know I've never had a coyote but I bet it tastes like shit you know I bet it's not good I bet it's not good and he you know said oh I'm holding the coyote for a hunter I don't care if you're holding it for Steve Irwin I don't care if you're holding it for Michael Jordan it is a restaurant you know what I mean it does not matter 
You know what I mean? Kept saying he 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 disposed of them anyway. But then he got caught again. He got caught again because he uh, he had twelve black bear paws. Black bear. Three black bear gallbladders. And I think he was mixing this in with the kung pao chicken, personally. And uh, he also had one complete black bear with all the and uh, all the guts and all everything else. And then he had one of them, one of them with everything removed. Very random. He also had a mountain lion, two bobcats. Because why the fuck not? Why not? And a cow elk. You know, I think elk's actually pretty lean, good meat. You know, so sh I mean, he took a W there, and then some deer. Which is, you know, I guess pretty normal. But it wasn't like he had Bobcat in the menu. You know, this was undercover. So he went ahead and got sentenced to five years in prison. You know, rightfully so. And had to pay a lot of money in fines, 7500 I think more than that, probably. You know, but uh, anyway, man, I just thought that was the pretty wild and pretty funny, to be honest. And Pocatello were there, you know. Serving up that bear and that bobcat meat in the buffet. So that's why I named, so I, you know, fantasy football name, Bamboo Garden Bathroom, baby. So we're going for the three-peat. Shout out to Bobcats. But anyway, I got, and, and because I think that's what turned me off of buffets. I think that I just got sick there, but buffets aren't good, man. You know, hotel buffet, nothing wrong with that, you know. But I'm talking about the real buffets. I'm talking about chuck Used to like it. I went there, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure they just had a piece of raw chicken right next to the damn butter. And you're like, no, I don't think that's cooked, sir. You know. And then they got, you know, the ice cream machine never ice cream machine never works. You know, you got kids there, the, the kids that can't reach, but they're still trying to get the food. And you got the parent that doesn't give a shit, and you're waiting to get some of that of what they're getting, but they're using their hand, and they touched about every single piece of chicken. But the one they actually got, and their parent came in and got after they touched them all, and you're just like, I can't have shit in this place, you know? But don't even get me started on Golden Corral, baby. I know they got that chocolate chocolate fountain, and you're not about to tell me that people's fingers not in there? But someone put their ass in there, you know? But someone put their nose in there. But someone just put their face in there just licking it. I bet that's not getting watched very well. And any place, I think Golden Crow was just serving steak in the buffet. Any any place that's serving steak in a buffet should not be trusted, if we're being real honest. Anyway, though, get off that. But we're talking about football. I want to talk about the Manti Teo documentary that I just watched. I think a lot of people have seen that. It came out on Netflix. Um, and for those that don't know or maybe you're unsure to watch it, watch it. Even if you don't even like football, man, you got to watch that. And I think I was too young. I, I was in middle school or barely in high school. And I social media wasn't great then. And I just remember seeing the memes of people saying, I'm tailing. And they got their arm around nobody. You know, I'm with, with my lady, Stacy. You know, that's nobody. But I watched that and I didn't realize how crazy it was. So I watched it, man. I didn't realize how good he was. How Kind of dumb he was, but also I don't think it's his fault, man. I think the world owes it, oh, world owes him an apology, man, for all of that. And uh, 
it's just wild. I can't, it's just, some of the stuff in the show, man, I just can't believe, you know, and I don't want to spoil it, but there's a person that basically was, you know, they were sexually confused at the time. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but they ended up, you know, creating a Facebook profile and, you know, they were a man at the time, but they were trying to talk to, or they were, they were a man at the time trying to talk to men on Facebook and, you know, every time, you know, he talked to them and tried to be, he'd be acting as someone else. And he took photos from a woman that did exist that he actually knew or some, I can't remember actually how it went, but he knew this person, but they didn't, they obviously didn't know the fake profile they created. You know, it was back then where people didn't report stuff, didn't report, hey, report this, you know, girls always do that, report this Instagram, you know, this isn't me, you know, that wasn't a thing back then, so she didn't even know it existed, it existed. And, uh, you know, they'd be asking to link up and, and then right when they want to link up, she'd cut it off, you know, just so you could talk to someone, which I get. You know, everyone needs, everyone deserves to be able to talk to somebody freely, you know, whatever they want to do. But then, you know, she starts talking to Manti Teo, you know, and he's wanting to see her, you know, and he's a pretty pure guy, you know, pretty straight edge, you know, doesn't do a lot, doesn't drink, doesn't really party, you know, really religious, nothing wrong with that, but my man was almost too pure, man. He had, he was thinking the intentions were too good, in my opinion, you know. And uh, he first probably the first man to get catfish as a celebrity, which is insane. And I don't, I think everyone should watch that. But the person that ended up doing all this should be in jail. I don't know what charges we got to put up because it cost him so much money. I mean, his career is ruined because of this. I mean, people hated him. I mean, you can't say your girlfriend died and your grandma died on the same day, and then it comes out your girlfriend was fake. You're, they're going to immediately assume that you just did that to be more like to people to feel bad for you. Right. Even though it wasn't even his fault, man. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him, you know, because you know, that person did use the real, the real person that photos they were using and had her write down a note of the date and sent it them. And it was, it was real, real photo. So what is he supposed to think? But also it's like, I would never in hell, to do like if if I'm talking to somebody and they don't want to see and I'm like you know when the vibe's good right you know you know we're talking every night and I'm like well let's hang out it's been a month you know let's hang out let me see you and every time I try to FaceTime my phone cracked my screen cracked you know oh I'm I, I can't right now or I, I you know my dog's leg broke at the park you know or you know the my cereal went bad and I got sick, you know, the Cheerios were had mold in them, you know, I can't, can't talk to the phone right now, you know, all these damn, all these stupid excuses. I would think something's up. I would think I would think something was up, but, you know, anyway, I just, I think it's crazy. And then Dr. Phil's in it. Dr. Phil interviews the, interviews the person that's behind it and she has a hell of a female voice, man. If she's not going to jail, she, you know, should be a voice actor for Disney for being real. They say that in the show. And the funniest part of the show is when Dr. Phil's like, can you do the female voice? And he has to be put in this dark room to do it. And then they do it. And it's like a one in 10 million chance. I, I better, I'm saying too much. I want, I don't want to spoil nothing, even though it's probably out there, but it's insane, man. It's insane. Especially when Dr. Phil gets involved, you know, that's when you know it's real, but felt bad for him. Basically got his career, you know, just torn apart, man, because he just couldn't get over that mentally. I mean, his mental health was destroyed. I mean, and, and how could it not be? 
after going through all that. So I felt for him, man. And but I think he's doing good now, you know. And at the end, you know, he 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 forgives the person that did that to him. I could not do that. I would hate him if we're being real. <laughs> I would hate him, you know. But that's him, man. He's a better man than me, I guess. But enough about the sports, though. Um, I want to talk about a little bit of music, huh? Talk about what I've been listening to lately. Talk about what's coming up, man. I'm really excited. Um, I don't know if I'm excited, but DJ Cal dropping. DJ Cal's dropping. You know, he's always got 37,000 features, and they're always pretty good. And the song, the songs are looking good this year, man. He's got a Drake, Drake feature. You know, which I personally love. You know, I'm a Drake fan. I'm not afraid to say it. A lot of people are. I'm a Drake. I'm a Drake ride or die, baby. But I'm excited for that. There's a Travis Scott, Don Tolliver song that's going to be fire. Kodak Nardo Wick, which I'm hyped for. Um, a few other ones, man. I think there's a little baby future song, which is going to be fire. But yeah, but it seems like every time, you know, DJ Khaled probably has has the most hype and then the worst albums ever. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe it's good. You know, the Drake and Little Baby song that came out, Staying Alive, the ah, 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 Staying Alive, Staying Alive, you know? But it's the remix, so it's Wanna me to cry, wanna me to die, wanna me to lie, you know? Still a good song, though. Um, I think it's a little average, but I still like it. I'm still bumping it, but hopefully that album's good. Comes out this week, comes out tomorrow night. And then other than that, I think next week is uh, one of the goats back. One of my favorite artists is dropping. Little Uzi Vert, baby. He's back. The crazy man is back. He's dropping the pink tape on September 2nd. And I'm hyped, man. That's that's two years in a row. My birthday is September 3rd. And last year, Certified Lover Boy dropped September 3rd, and I was ready. Donda, Donda by Kanye dropped the, the week before that. Like four days before Certified Lover Boy, man, I was on a mountain. I was on a peak, baby. I was floating, but hope that album's good. I'm really excited for that. But I've been listening to a lot of different stuff, man. You know, I listen to a lot of rap, but I listen to a lot of alternative too. You know, I've been listening to uh, "It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right." You know, I know, I know people know that song. You know, I've been listening to that Rob Bass DJ Easy Rock, throwing it back a little bit. Been listening to an artist called Grandma. And I think everyone should check it out. He got a song. She got. He got. He got a song with Rico Nasty called "Stomp and Grind," and I love it. I think it's great. Been listening to that new Offset song, Five Four Three Two One. Great track. And I've been listening to still a lot of Nardo Wick. Um, I really like Nardo Wick, and then I love. I've been listening to Rex Orange County. Man, he just dropped a new song called "Threat," and I love it. I love it. I it hits home. I think everyone should check that one out as, as well. Um, a, lot of th- a lot of other throwbacks, man. But enough about music, man. Speaking of birthdays, though, birthday coming up next week, man. Birthday coming up next week, baby. Um, why is birthdays, they're kind of sad. You know, you kind of, uh, you're excited, but then when they come around, you're kind of sad. You kind of, it's like you feel bad that it's about you how i feel and like i've never really had a real big birthday party i've just kind of done random stuff because for a long time my birthday's been during the week but last year was on a friday and it was great man last year was great but you know this year it's on a saturday i'm excited for that but 
feels weird, man. I'm like, can I just celebrate someone else's birthday instead? Maybe, perhaps, you know, but I don't know, man. Plus, birthday means, you know, people are going to, you know, oh, you're a Virgo. You're a Virgo. You know, and I, I'm a big astrology hater, man, and I don't care. I don't care, you know. I'm not a fan of the birthday racism, you know. And I'll tell you why. I got reasons, you know. I, I, I think there's, I, I joke around a lot about it, but I, I really don't like it. But I try to piss girls off because I know they're really into it. And I only don't, I only really hate the people that are so into it that they won't talk to you because you're not the real sign, right? And I had a girl, I, I was at, I was at, I was at the bar, man, and I was start talking to this girl, she was super attractive, you know, and I just, we started talking about random stuff, I think I complimented what she was wearing, and, uh, and she asked me what my sign is, and I said, uh, I think I'm a Virgo. Well, at first I didn't know my sign was, I was like, September, or she's like, oh, you're a Virgo. She takes a drink and says, yeah, we're not going to work out and leaves. And I'm like, what the hell was that, woman? What the hell's going on? I didn't, you don't even know who I am. I didn't even do nothing. So since then, man, I've kind of had a little sour taste in my mouth about astrology. But I, I, respect, I respect the people that just do it for fun. But man, the people that are like, mm-mm, we're not going to work out because I'm a Leo and you're a Ligatorius, you know, Dorius, you know, whatever the hell they're called, Sagittarius, all these weird ass names, man, you know, I don't like those people that, you know, automatically assume because you are who you are because of your sign, man, but anyway, birthday's weird, man, birthday, I mean, it's gonna, I feel old, I feel old, I feel older, I feel old, I feel young and old at the same time, you know, because you look both ways, you know, you're turning you're turning the big two five and you're like, wow, I'm a little old. And you're also like, am I? Am I that old? You know, you're looking both ways and I guess you just keep living. And maybe I should grow up and do some stuff, but I just don't want to. I don't care. Like, I mean, I don't, does anyone else feel like that? I feel like you people are like, ah, I feel like I should probably not be doing this. And I, it is, I think it is common, but you're like, why would I do that? I don't think I'm ever really going to grow up. I think I'm just going to you know, be able to silence my goofiness, my weirdness in certain situations, you know, but yeah, some things just feel weird doing at this age, but I don't know. I think, I think people, some things get more normalized because everyone's so sick of being an adult now, which I love. I love that. But every time my birthday comes up, I'm thinking about what should I be right now, according to standards. And it's always, should I be married? You know, where I'm kind of from, you know, it's a lot of people are getting young, you're getting married young. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I know a lot of people that are married young and they're happy. Personally, I could never, I don't think I could do that yet. You know, I still like to do whatever I want. I still like to not have to answer to somebody. And uh, I like to be able to just do whatever, right? Which is, I think a lot of people feel that way. But that's what I think about with my birthday. The last couple ones, I've been like, damn, man, I should probably date somebody. I should probably put myself out there a little more. But also, like, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm a little scared of people. I'm scared of depending on someone for certain things. Not depending, but putting trust in somebody. That sounds crazy. It sounds wild. So we'll see, man. It's also, it's also wild to be at this age because you're seeing people that have kids and you're like, wow. I remember when we did some weird shit, 
and now you've got a little you running around. You're kind of that's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, still, still, still dating still is tough, man. It's still tough these days. You know, the other day I was walking the grocery store, and I, every time I go to a grocery store, I always think, man, it'd be really sick to to find someone in here to find like the love of your life in the grocery store, right? You walk into the milk aisle, you got some cheese with you. You know, she's looking for the milk. You ask her, you know, where's the cashew milk at? You know, knowing damn well, I don't give a shit about cashew milk. I'm drinking real milk. But I'm going to lie and be like, yeah, uh, where's the vegan milk? You know, where's the where's the almond milk? You know, and she's like, oh, my gosh, right here. You know, and I start talking about something else, you know, and then next, you know, we, we hit it off, you know. But that'd be cool if it happened, but I don't think it will. We'll see, though. That'd be sick. I'm going to keep going to the grocery store for those reasons, you know. Just go hang out in there. See if something can happen. But I'm starting to get ready for the fall, man. I'm ready to stop golfing. I'm ready to play some more basketball this winter, man. I'm ready to get back in the church. Church ball. Church ball season. Pick up ball season, you know. Find some leagues, you know. Getting some of that action. And maybe fight some old dude. You know, we'll see. Getting some arguments over whose ball it is. But that being said man i really hope everyone's you know enjoyed the podcast that podcast and that, that that's listened to it and um i'm still i'm still figuring it out i every time i do this i critique it and overanalyze and still write an outline of what i want to talk about because i can't remember off the top of my head usually you know i, I want to get to the point where i can just flow but the solo episode's hard man i don't know a lot of people that do the solo episode um that's just starting out but i don't really care I just want to talk. So, hope everyone enjoyed the pod, man. Hope you enjoyed episode three. Um, more to come, man. And I appreciate you guys joining me. And thank you for listening, man. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.